Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Welcome. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, well, we continue the uh, mask discussion. Got a little bit heated between uh, St. Dr. Anthony Fauci and Rand Paul about uh, whether or not you should be wearing a mask after being vaccinated. Uh, That was kind of a fun discussion. Uh, And it went a little something like this. Defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear a mask to have been vaccinated. Instead, you should be saying there is no science to say we're going to have a problem from the large number of people being vaccinated. You want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them they can quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. Uh, you right. want people to get the vaccine? Give <laughs> right. them a reward instead of telling them mm-hmm. that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. There's no science behind it. Well, let me just state for the record that masks the record. are not theater. Masks are protective. And we you have ask immunity people- there, theater. If hmm. you already have immunity, you're wearing Wearing a mask to give comfort to others. Senator You're Paul, not you're wearing a mask because of like any Dr. sign. I, I totally disagree with you. The point I'm saying is that there are variants in now circulating. The point that Senator Paul was making Senator. is that if you look at wild type only, mm. there is some mm-hmm. clear cut credence to what he's saying. But we are oh. living right now in a situation where we're having a dominance of 117, which was the original UK. We have a very troublesome variant in New York City, a 526. We've got two variants in California, a 427, 429, and we have a number of others. So we're not dealing with a static situation of the same virus. Then, then why would I get the vaccine? If the vaccine doesn't protect you against any of these variants, what are you getting the vaccine for? I thought it, this protects you against COVID-19, period. I want it to protect against all COVID-19 if I'm going to get the shot. And it doesn't? Yeah, and Fauci made the point, you know, when Rand Paul was saying, it's just to make people feel better around you. I completely disagree. Yeah, that's not quite what he said. (laughs) Thank you. Last year at this time. Masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from Uh infecting someone else. Now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's Mm -hmm. wearing a mask. Yeah. No right in now China. in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. Huh. <laughs> You're sure of it because people are listening really no. closely to yeah. us. Yeah. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, yeah. wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And it oh, might even like block a, a droplet. <laughs> like but theater, it's not providing mean? the perfect protection that people think that it is. <laughs> and often... <laughs> There are unintended consequences. People keep Uh fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. You get other diseases. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying Uh, uh, inside uh, uh, there? Of course. Of course. course. course But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. The people who, when you look at the films of foreign countries and you see 85% Uh, of the people wearing masks, that's fine. Uh, that's that's fine. fine. I'm not against it. Okay. If you want to do it, that's fine. Sure. But it can lead to a shortage it, of masks. Exactly. Which that's we're the starting point. It could see. lead to a shortage of masks. <laughs> this guy has been all over the map and continues to be all over the map. And nobody ever says, hey, you know what? You said last year was kind of theater. You kind of, you alluded to that. 
it's pretty much it's for the comfort of of others. It's to make them feel good. That's exactly what the mask wearing is for. Only the stuff he says that restricts freedom are the ones that get implemented. You notice that? Yeah. I mean, it's so absurd. It's like, you know, this guy, this Dr. Fauci, is why I was talking to a guy who just went to the Fort Worth Zoo. Uh, and I'm so tired of hearing, well, we're just following CDC guidelines. I mean, that's everybody's mm-hmm. backstop. But I mean, you go, it's an outdoor zoo. Yeah. You go inside. Yeah, and the science is that you don't get it from outdoors right. activities. Right, but they've got staggered times to go into a freaking outdoor zoo in Texas because of this guy. Stupid. It, it makes no sense. I mean, it's not like there's pathways or something like that, but yet you have to wear a mask when you're there. I mean, it's... Yeah, even after your vaccine. I mean, what are we doing the vaccine for if that's not going to protect us? Hey, I don't understand that. If I have a vaccine then I shouldn't be getting the, the disease, so I certainly can't pass it on to anybody if I don't have it. They're, they they got to do the variant card because they're running out of excuses to get you to bend to their will. And this so, variant thing, if, if it's not stopping the variants, then what good is the vaccine? We don't need a vaccine. <sighs> they'll, they'll just say, oh, there's a dozen variants. You need a dozen vaccines. Yeah, and they're good for like six months. I, I, I think you're supposed to, I mean, they're going to tell us eventually, yeah, it's time to get your vaccine again, get your vaccination once again, just like the flu shot, do it every year. No, no, thank you. Oh, the AstraZeneca, um, the uh, the vaccine that got approved there, mm-hmm. they're now saying, oh, our bad, we were using outdated info, so. To approve it? Yeah, yeah, so. Mm. Um, okay. Uh According to uh, University of Ox- Oxford, it provided strong protection, the AstraZeneca mm-hmm. one, against COVID-19 in, large, in a large clinical trial in the United States, mm-hmm. completely preventing the worst outcomes from the disease right? while causing no serious side effects. Yeah. Yeah. Be suspect when you see 100%. This will keep you out of the hospital. 100%, 100%. guarantee. Oh, okay. That, that's, I mean, that right there sounds like a scam in of itself. But do you have the the National Institute of Allergy statement? No. (laughs) They released after midnight where they said that uh, an independent panel of medical experts um, says that uh, they were concerned uh, that they were using outdated information uh, in their trials. So now we have no idea. We haven't heard back from AstraZeneca today. Here we are. Mm. But roll up your sleeves. And it's already been approved in more than 70 countries. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> wow. Uh, has not been cleared quite yet here. But if the company can secure the clearance here, it would bolster the reputation worldwide. Everybody start using it again, I'm sure. Meanwhile, Simon & Schuster is about to release a children's book about Dr. Anthony Fauci <laughs> this summer. Uh, written by children's book author Kate Messner. Illustrated by Alexandra Bai, the book titled <laughs> Dr. Fauci, How a Boy from Brooklyn Became America's Doctor. <laughs> Look at the screen. Look at that. Oh, no, man. Because this guy's ego isn't inflated enough as it is. So great. Ugh. It's uh, currently available for pre-order. Oh. If you want to jump in there and make sure you secure your copy right away. Yeah. You'll be the first on your block to receive Dr. Fauci, how a 
how a boy from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn became yeah. America's doctor. That is awesome. Yeah, and the, and the, and the cover is wow. just a, a cartoon Dr. Fauci with his arms folded, wearing a doctor's coat, looking like a superhero, a grandfather who cares. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And there he is. And I guess, is that him as a little boy in the background riding a bike? Probably. I don't know. That's the boy from Brooklyn. That's the boy from Brooklyn who became yeah, America's bet. doctor. You know, there was yeah. a time when I was proud to hear, you'd always hear uh, the CDC in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you don't hear in Atlanta anymore after you hear the CDC. Ugh, yeah. It's become an embarrassment. Well, they, I mean, they have not been consistent. And it's as if they don't understand anything that's going on with this disease. And they're just... They th- Winging they th- it. Yeah. They throw darts at a board and just wherever it lands, that's what they're going to say. It, it almost feels like um, a politician or politicians are calling them up and saying, look, I want to see if we can get the public to do X. Okay. And then next thing you know, there's guidelines that uh, mm-hmm. form that. And then, hey, I want to I get the public to do the opposite of what we had them doing really? six months ago. Yeah, it'll just be fun. Let's just see if we can do it. Hmm. Let's see how much control we can exercise over these people. Okay. All right. So 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 now it's the opposite. Okay, it wasn't spread by through aerosol. Right. Now it is spread through aerosol. <laughs> it wasn't uh, a real problem on surfaces. Now it can stay there for up to eighteen years. Let's see if we can get them to do two masks. <laughs> Think we can do that? Oh come on! No Nobody's way. gonna wear two masks. I don't know. We'll get our oh. allies in the media to say three or four We're in the shower. Two masks. And there have been those who've yeah. been wearing three and four. Yeah, NBA, Yeah, and mm. NBC said wear it in the shower. See when you when, <laughs> wear it in the when, when, shower. When, you, when you've got your allies in the media <laughs> saying it all the way. Think of Overton window time, right? Glenn yeah. taught us this, right? You got them all the way over here. Oh, well, then double masking just seems totally appropriate. I mean, I can do that. It beats wearing four masks in a shower. <laughs> Wear it in the shower. Okay. Who am I going to infect in the shower? Because the mask, if I'm not mistaken, protects others. It doesn't protect me, really. But it protects others from me. So who's showering with me? Oh, that Now you're going with old info. See, now they've right. updated now it since they've then. changed and then... it. Sure. Sure. Now the mask. It saves everybody. The masks save just countless lives. Yeah, and if, if you think that Joe Biden's CDC is uh, going to relax with these mandates, then these you're federal right. mandates... Then, then I'd be right. right. Is that where you're going I, with that? I, I just heard this morning. You know when you listen to overnight AM radio, you get uh, public service announcements. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you can tell that the Biden administration is now in charge based on uh, the kinds of PSAs we get. Um, talking about masks and social mm. distancing and vaccines and all that stuff now, which you did not hear in the past. Year. And there's another there's another situation that's changed completely too. It's gone from the social distancing mm-hmm. uh, has gone from six feet to three feet. Right, which is a, so that's a shocker. Yeah, it's gone that's the a other way. Shocker. I think I, you would think it would go from six to nine feet. <laughs> yeah, or six to twelve feet. Uh huh. Nope, six to three. I think they realize that they're on our nerves. <laughs> yeah. And they've got to give us something. Let's throw them one little bone. Yeah. Let's let them get closer to each so other. So we'll double mask. Yeah, but... that's the one I don't want. I don't necessarily want to be close to a right. bunch of people I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was kind of good with that one. Yeah, that one. I was fine. That's okay. I'll stand back here in line. I don't mind. 
<laughs> so they 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 add a mask, but mm. they cut the so they double the mask and then they cut the distance in half. You're right, this, which makes perfect I mean, sense. This is the dumbest group of people, uh, or, or no? Actually, the Americans actually, who are following are, along right. with these dumb people, uh, and just accepting everything they say as gospel truth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now there's a twenty twenty uh, bunch of evidence from last year, obviously that um, that lockdowns have ended more lives than they saved. We said it. Still no convincing evidence that strict lockdowns uh, reduce the death toll from COVID-19. No convincing evidence. But one effect is clear. More deaths from other causes, especially among the young and middle-aged, minorities, and the less affluent. The best gauge of the pandemic's impact is what statisticians call excess mortality, which compares the overall number of deaths with the total in previous years. That measure rose among older adults, older Americans, because of COVID-19, but it rose at an even sharper rate among people 15 to 54, and most of those excess deaths weren't from the virus. They were from something else. There was a sharp decline in visits to emergency rooms and an increase in fatal heart attacks because patients didn't receive proper treatment. Many fewer people were screened for cancer. Social isolation contributed to excess deaths from dementia and Alzheimer's. And not to mention suicides. Researchers predicted that the social and economic upheaval would lead to tens of thousands of deaths of despair from drug overdose, alcoholism, and suicide as unemployment surged and mental health and substance abuse treatment programs were interrupted the reported levels of anxiety depression and suicidal thoughts increased dramatically of course as did alcohol sales and fatal drug overdoses and we all gained a bunch of weight too so that topped it off quite nicely Uh, i think the average weight gained by men was 37 pounds 37 pounds Wow. And for women, it was 22 pounds. Wow. More women gained weight, but the men who gained weight gained more than women. Mm. So they're just all kinds of fun brought on by by the lockdowns. Isn't that great? What are we doing to our children? This is interesting, too. Somebody sent us uh, this article about... Uh, neonatal intensive care units bonding with babies after delivery is really important to form a strong attachment between newborn newborns and, and their parents yeah. or their primary caregiver uh, it's an ongoing process and it's one that can be interrupted by the need for medical care and the time required for parents to recover from their own procedures so an infant's visual system is the last sensory system to develop and it's the least developed system at birth. The final alignment and organization of columns and connections in the visual cortex is driven by sensory experience. For a neonate, the most salient visual stimulation is a parent's face. So for a baby, what they uh, the, the most important stimulation they can get is from looking at their parents. Oh. So it's probably a bad idea if, if their parents and their nurses are masked all the time. They're all coming in there to take care mm-hmm. of them with a mask on their face. You're not seeing the smile. 
You're not seeing the facial expression. And so this is saying that these babies, what, can't learn to smile. So they can't, they don't get a chance to see the contrast in facial features like lips, nostrils, eyebrows, which helps with infants' visual tracking. When masks are covering a caregiver's mouth and nose, it makes it impossible for babies to see them smile. Smiling is one of the most important ways we communicate with each other. <laughs> I mean, the unintended consequences of this yeah. are so far-reaching. I bet we haven't even scratched the no, surface. No, we have not. No, and we th- those babies you're talking about there, I mean, we are raising... Serial killers. Expressionless. Your next generation sociopath. of serial killing sociopaths. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I hope not, but I mean, it's possible. Sure feels that way. Who knows? All right. Let me take a minute and tell you about Keeps. Um, if you've noticed that your hair is not as full as it used to be and you get all kinds of hair in the shower drain, uh, it's a nightmare. Uh, but there is something you, you can do about it. You don't have to just accept it anymore. Like in like decades past because there was nothing you could really do but now there is there's keeps and all you have to do is go online and answer a few questions take some pictures and post them and then a doctor will licensed doctor reviews all of your information and determines the right line of treatment for you then they'll ship it directly to your door so let's get you started with a special deal when you go to k-e-e-p-s keeps dot com slash pat you'll get 50 percent off your first order of keeps hair loss treatment and then if you're like 90 percent of people who use keeps it'll stop the hair loss and 66 to 68 percent somewhere in that range uh experience hair regrowth so you've got a great opportunity to uh really have a good outcome it's keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, then there's this. Will the coronavirus face masks be the next plastic problem? Well, yes. Yes, they would. They already are, really. The environmentalists just haven't woken up completely to it. The woke people aren't woke. They're just beginning to now wake up and realize, wait a minute, where are all these masks winding up? Mm -hmm. If you were to change them as much as Dr. Fauci wants you to, why, that's a lot of masks. It's a lot of masks. I live in a neighborhood way out in the country, Uh and I watched a blue medical mask. Bounce down my street this weekend in the wind. And what, just one lonely mask? Yeah, they're everywhere, man. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're in parking lots, they're in streets, they're in water supplies. They're everywhere. It's grotesque. Well, nearly 130 billion face masks are used globally every month. Cool. Hmm. Oh. Uh, Translating to about 3 million a minute, according to a recent study. But with many of these masks being disposable and made of plastic microfibers and few to no guidelines on mask recycling, it's urgent to recognize this potential environmental threat and prevent it from becoming the next plastic problem. What did we say? We said you got to get the environmentalist groups on board if you want to stop this madness. It's, it's, it's pathetic. You have to literally lean on the crazy radical environmentalists to get something done in this realm. 
In a study recently published by, in the Journal of Frontiers of Environmental Science and Engineering, which is tremendous, uh, mm. I don't even wait. I don't even wait mm. for the swimsuit edition of the Frontiers of Environmental Science and Engineering. What do you mean you don't wait I, for I, it? I don't wait. I get that every, you get every episode, of course. I Yes, I do get it early. Wow. Because I've been you know, such a long-time subscriber to Frontiers of Environmental Science and Engineering. Can I get your password? That they send it to me right away. Huh. No. No, you may not have I my see password. It. Researchers warned that disposable masks made with plastic microfibers cannot, uh, microfibers cannot be readily biodegraded, but may fragment into smaller plastic particles, namely micro and nanoplastics. The- yeah. You know that. You know micro and nano. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're going to be widespread in ecosystems pretty soon. So, Oh, they're there. The pandemic has ramped up the production of disposable masks, which the researchers say is now on a similar scale as plastic bottles, a major contributor to the world's plastic problem, with some 43 billion bottles produced worldwide each month. Wait, there's only 43 billion bottles, but there's 130 billion masks. Wow, this is going to be a much larger problem you're going to see these for the rest of your life everywhere yeah oh yeah think about that in 10 months and it's been longer than that that we've been wearing the masks that's 1.3 trillion masks i mean i i 1.3 trillion in a walmart parking lot and i remember i one day i i took four pictures i didn't have to pivot i just i just kept pivoting you know in a circle Mm -hmm. four masks right there in the parking lot on the ground so gross so gross. And I went to Greenpeace's website over the weekend. I can't find the, uh, I can't find the, uh, the link right now. But they, I mean, they're starting to speak out. And when you have studies that they can point to, because they always like to talk about, there's been a study. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. You're you're holding it from the swimsuit edition of, uh, mm-hmm. of, of. Well, you know, because you love well, them so much. Of course, I know that the place that the does frontiers the, of environmental science and engineering. I mean that. Duh. That study. Yeah. So they're starting to. Um, respond uh-huh. so <sighs> there is a key difference between the two though between plastic bottles and face masks mm. unlike plastic bottles about 25 percent of which is recycled there is no official guidance on mask recycling Look at that. making it more likely to be disposed of as solid waste and just wind up in a landfill yep. and then the ocean and then the next thing you know turtles are shoving masks up their noses dummies they're so stupid. They are really the dumbest creatures. Really deserve Let's be honest. to die. They are you know? stupid. I mean, if turtles weren't, weren't so stupid, mm-hmm. they wouldn't put straws in their noses. But yet they do. If turtles weren't so stupid, they wouldn't put straws in their noses. When I see a straw, I put it in my mouth. Straws don't belong there. But the turtles don't know why. So maybe they all deserve to die. I bet pigs don't shove straws up their noses. No, they don't. They don't. They're too smart for They're smart. They're smart. Yeah. Um, so when not properly collected and managed, masks can be transfer- transported uh, from land into freshwater and marine environments by surface runoff, river flows, oceanic currents, wind, and animals via entanglement or ingestion. Mm. 
So, so wind. That's, yeah, the wind, wind, which is what blew down the president of the United States the other day. That's what I heard. The wind. Blew him right down that gale-forced 6 to 14-mile-an-hour wind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what the, that's what the spokesman said initially. Then it turns out Jen Psaki decided. No, it's just... A, wasn't it, Jen? The, yeah, it was just some yeah. tricky stairs. It, uh, the stairs oh. could be tricky. Quote, tricky. Well, you know how tricky that could be. Look at... Look one at of that. them is higher than the next. Whoa! Whoa! Look at that. What? Oh! Oh, sir. You can see how tricky that is because when you're going, you're going up, you have to step up. Each How? time. And then the next one's a little higher still. And, and you have to step right. up again. He's new on the job. So pretty tricky. He doesn't have a pattern down. Right. right. You know, he doesn't know right. you have to step. Keep each stepping step. You've up got to keep going. Until you get to the top. Right. He'll learn. He'll learn. How's he supposed to know? And then you got a big ape dropping barrels and crap out of him. Look at this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not cool. That makes it tough. Honestly, the Marines should have done something, I think. I mean, I don't want to, I mean, thank you for your service, but <laughs> step in when you see at the yeah. top of the stairs, the commander in chief having barrels thrown at him from a, <laughs> you know, big old Doesn't giant Doesn't seem fair for a 78 year old man having barrels tossed down the stairs at him. I mean, those stairs are tricky enough without it mm-hmm. because again, there's a step. There's a step. And then this next step is a little bit higher. Are we sure? Yeah. So you've uh, measured these? positive. I, I've seen Are you it a stair expert? I, I am. Oh. Yeah, I am. So I you went, went to, to school, school for this? For mm-hmm. Yeah, sterology. Uh-huh. And uh, so I'm I'm a sterology I bet you didn't expert. have highest honors. I bet no, you didn't I graduate. Didn't. Okay, no, see? I didn't, I didn't I have found highest the... honors. Oh, oh, and then he got hit in the head see, by I mean, Donald Trump that, three Now that's times. accuracy, though. <laughs> Trump should be on the PGA <laughs> Tour. If he can hit three shots that accurate. How dare you show that? I mean, that... That could right. bring on assassination attempts. That's right what there. the MSNBC guy said. Yeah, so there you go. Between the between the tricky stairs, mm-hmm. the the crosswind, yeah, and the fact that he's new on the job, he didn't have a chance. Not a chance. Didn't have a chance to get that stair climbed uh, gracefully. And the barrels and the golf balls. I mean, we're just starting. <clears throat> Scary. And then back to the masks. I mean, wait till you see the mask garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean. That's going to be 19 times the size of the continental United States. Hold on. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. I mean, you're talking about 1.3 trillion masks in the last 10 months alone. Hold on. Does that math work? 19 times? 19 times the the size size of the continental United States. I mean, then there's no ocean, really. Uh, The ocean's really big. Could you just walk from California to Japan Over the masks. Yeah, so it might be actually kind of convenient for us eventually. All right. You can get those things piled deep enough, high enough. Yeah, you just walk across. By the way, the kids and I watched a little documentary. This is is Life at My House on Mm -hmm. bridge making. Oh. That's impossible. That is really interesting. That is impossible. The end. So if you've ever participated in making a bridge... You're a real American hero. The end. Bridges are hard. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Really? Oh my gosh! You got to encase this stuff and pile drive it, and then, oh mm-hmm. my goodness! I'm just. Hmm. I'll send you the link. I know All you're right. watching. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm fascinated now. Hmm. Um, after an intense year of lockdowns, getting out there and seeing the world is in a lot of people's minds. 
Uh, many cruise itineraries will be a week or less. Uh, Virgin Voyages, Richard uh, Branson's oh, yeah. adult-only cruise line will <laughs> require all passengers and crew to be vaccinated for COVID-19 before boarding. So here's one of your first. Virgin has announced that you can't take a cruise without being vaccinated. Non-starter. Virgin Voyages is one of the first ocean-going cruise lines to commit to fully vaccinated cruises on all of its ships going forward. So there you go. It's going to be tough enough for that industry, I think, to get back on its feet because who's going to take the chance right now? Hey, you might, Wouldn't you be a little leery of that? You, I would. As a company, too. No, thank you. Yeah, like it's like, uh, maybe we don't give ourselves even more stumbling blocks. Yeah, right. You're just making it tougher on yourself because the... You know, the perception and the fear factor is going to be there anyway. Mm -hmm. Just a few months ago, we were hearing that many of those cruise lines were still out to sea. Mm. You remember that? The, the employees were stuck out in the middle of the ocean. They couldn't come back because of so many COVID cases popping up. Yeah, but if you get your vaccine, uh, Krispy Kreme is going to give you a donut if you come in with your vaccination There's card. some incentive. Yeah, there we go. There's some incentive. You know, obesity doesn't... Uh, no, right. <laughs> Doesn't factor into Doesn't this factor at all. into the COVID problem at all. But no, yeah, here we are. Yeah. We're, we're separating our society here. Plus, let's see. I can grow a tail mm -hmm. or die, but you'll give me a donut? Oh, okay. Trouble. I'm in. Your trouble. I'm yeah. absolutely in. Pat Ray. Thanks for being here. Got some tweets. Leslie Grubbs tweets. So now, if my boys want to play baseball, small Christian school, they play all sports. Uh, in Michigan, Governor Whitmer tells them they'll have to get tested before practices and games beginning April 4th. They both said they won't play if they have to get tested every day. Again, what are we doing to our kids? Every day. Just unreal. What are we doing? Uh, from... Sarah the Roma, I've seen so many people wearing multiple masks. So ridiculous. I'm waiting for them to just start wearing bags over their heads. Don't give them ideas, Sarah the Roma. Amy, what's her face? The tumbleweed has been replaced by the tumble mask. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah. The Steve 42. Question. If I get vaccinated, why should I still wear a mask? Answer. Because it's required. Do as you're told or you'll be arrested. Mm. Dragged outside and beaten with clubs. Mm -hmm. Tortured with pickle forks. We'll poke you with pickle forks. Wait a minute. This is... Until you die. This is because I don't want to wear... Yeah, I mean, that's exactly Get right. a vaccine? Yeah, that's right. Wait, but if you're killing me... Just do as you're told and shut up. you're beating me till I die, that yeah, kind of is shut not... Shut up. Kevin Sullivan tweets, The greatest thing about the Fauci book is that every time you read it, it's a different story. Oh my gosh! See what he did there, Kevin Sullivan. Mm -hmm. That may be good stuff. The, that's a definitely yes. a top five of all time tweet. Uh, as Keith was reading it off air, he actually cackled I did. loudly. It I was a loud like... cackle too. <laughs> that may be the greatest tweet ever. <laughs> that was a slow motion instant replay of what we heard. <laughs> yeah, right there. Slow motion. Right there. Mm. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas has said. You know, pretty much everything's fine. Everything just, I mean, it's really good right now as far as the border is concerned. Um, here's what he had to say about the border. And so I'd just put your mind at ease if I were you. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. 
Alejandro Mayorkas. Yeah, who? You don't know who he is? No. Yeah, he's our he's our border czar. Oh, essentially. Yeah. Okay. He's the immigration guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it was that he said? Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. The border is closed. The border is secure. Uh, in what country? Are you t- <laughs> Wait. Are you talking about China's border or Russia's? Because you can't be talking about the United States of America's border. Did this guy used to work in Baghdad and have a different first uh, yeah. name? <laughs> he used to go by Bob? That is Baghdad Bob. That is Baghdad to Bob! To a T. <laughs> Remind people about Baghdad Bob. Huh? <laughs> oh, you might have the audio. <laughs> okay, so while you look for oh, that, man. so we, we had the, the the second Gulf War, and uh, our finest and bravest are approaching. They're in the capital. They're literally there. They are not near Baghdad. Don't believe them. They are nowhere. This is silly. <laughs> <laughs> They're not near Baghdad. They are not near Baghdad. Don't believe them. Mm-hmm. They are nowhere. This is silly. All right. <laughs> Compare and contrast. Yeah, Alejandro. To, uh, and Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. <laughs> <laughs> so great. <laughs> Same guy. Yeah. By the way, if I'm not mistaken, Baghdad Bob was saying that while a plane was the engines running, waiting to take him out of there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but yeah. uh, that's awesome. That's good that's stuff. Amazing. <sighs> There's a. An absolute border crisis that even CNN is in on. I know. Even CNN is sh- it's so bad they can't even deny it. <laughs> the propaganda machine for the White House can't even get on board with the border is <laughs> secure. I mean, Come on. They are doing everything they can to keep the information from getting out of there and the images, but they're failing. Yeah. Uh, CNN showed some footage yesterday that was so drastic, everybody everybody is accusing them of staging the event. <laughs> I don't think you need to. Um, and I, I think we're going to be seeing that in the coming days when we see footage of what's going on at the border from various sources. But here's what happened with CNN uh, and and when they were at the border. Tonight, the White House trying to reduce the dramatic surge of unaccompanied migrant children at the southern border by terminating a Trump-era policy that it says discouraged potential sponsors of these children from coming forward out of fear they'd be reported to immigration officials as maybe they were undocumented. Mm -hmm. The move comes as a record number of unaccompanied children. Now more than 3,700 are in Border Patrol custody. We have a special investigation tonight with Ed Lavendera out front. Ed Lavendera. As the sun sets on the Rio Grande, our boat winds its way through the deep bends of the river that separates Texas from Mexico near the town of Hidalgo. All right. That's when we stumble across a group of migrants loading into a raft. No, amigos. Hey. No, no, enemigo. No, no, amigo. Good. Our group eases the tension. A few men appear to lead the raft full of parents and young children to the U.S. side. The Rio Grande Valley has been ground zero of the latest surge of migration, and here you see the operation unfolding right in front of us. Hey, 
after the first raft huh. crosses the river, the magnitude of this moment reveals itself. Look at that. Dozens of migrants emerge and walk down to the river's edge. You can see that this is a serious operation. There are dozens of migrants. There are still some above the hills there, um, and it is quickly moving. A handful of guys move people back and forth on these rafts. They have life vests for the migrants. It's a highly organized system. Yeah. We'll watch the raft make about six trips back and forth. Scenes like this are escalating in the Rio Grande Valley. There's the growing perception all among day, migrants day. in yeah. Central America. There's no the reason Biden to have to stage this. More welcoming, all right, even pause though it for many a second. Are still I, I mean, maybe they staged it. Mm. I, I don't. Who's uh, suggesting that? Everybody who's watching this, you know, the lefties. Oh, you staged that. That wow. didn't just happen. Well, yeah, it does. It just happens. Wow. You can go down there and start filming, and you will see something like this if you go to one of the popular crossing areas. So the far left is questioning CNN. Yeah. Wow. There's yeah, no that's unity how bad on it is side. right now. Yeah, no kidding. And and you don't have to, like you said, you don't have to stage this. And notice how bold they were. They're just like, yeah, we're crossing. We yeah. don't care. Oh, they don't care. They don't care. They They really believe. Joe Biden invited them. Why? Because Joe Biden invited them. He did invite them. Yeah, that's a $14 million a day operation of smuggling people across the border, uh, we've learned this week. Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely profit in that uh, when Joe Biden is president. It's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. You got the Getty photographer saying that they've never seen a media blackout like this by an administration trying to keep stuff like what you just saw there from getting out. <laughs> they have lost the narrative. And, and honestly, when the Biden administration, remember how um, uh, it used to be said that uh, uh, Walter Cronkite said, you know, if I've lost, uh, who, what did he say? Somebody said, you know, if you lost middle America, if you lost Walter Cronkite, Nixon said, if you lost Walter Cronkite, you know, I've lost uh, America. Mm. I mean, if, if the Biden administration has lost CNN, <laughs> have fun. Right. And there have been many scenes like this. And, you know, it just happens to be that the media is interested in the story right now. Mm. Because they're being told they can't they can't uh, do the story. And so that makes them want to do it all the more. How dare you tell us we can't go there and cover this. And so they are. They're doing it. And now we're seeing, and they're seeing for themselves, what we've been talking about the whole time. The border's a mess. The border is in crisis mode right now it is so bad that joe biden actually said he's going to reestablish policy from before that from before like before what you you can't be talking about before you with the trump administration can you yes that's exactly what he's talking about because <laughs> they've created such a problem here and it's such a mess that Here's what he said. Uh, why do you think? Why do you think the message to the migrants, telling them to stay home, don't come now? Why do you think that hasn't resonated yet? What more can be done, sir? Do we have that? Uh, did I send that in? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, and Biden said a lot more. We're in the process of doing it now, including making sure that we reestablish what existed before. <laughs> which was they can stay in place and make their case from their home countries. Yeah, that was the Trump policy. Stay in Mexico <laughs> and apply for asylum from there. You're not going to do it here. We're not going to let you come across. And he told them over and over and over, don't come. 
You're not welcome unless you come legally. Which, by the way, is the right way to handle it. If you're going to come to America, you're going to have to apply. You're going to have to do it legally. Because no matter how many t-shirts you wear that try to flatter the President of the United States, we still can't allow thousands of people to flood across our border every day. It's incredible. Now, now we're, in, we're reestablishing what existed before. What an interesting way to say, yeah, I, I screwed up and I signed too many executive orders on day one uh, on immigration. We're going back to what the Trump administration was doing because it worked. <laughs> unbelievable. Uh. Really unbelievable. Uh, all right. Selling your home could be a challenge. And that's why you need a real estate agent who can come in and take charge of your situation and let you know about the things that need to be done and whether or not it's worth it that you'll get your money out of it, like repainting the house or replacing countertops or cabinetry or whatever the case may be, remodeling a kitchen or, or a bathroom if it needs to be updated. Um, the real estate agents at Real Estate Agents I Trust know the market. They know what people are looking for. Uh, and they have great track records. They'll steer you in the right way. Plus, they're fans of the show, so you're going to have that in common. Be able to talk about all the nightmare scenarios that are going on right now and agree on those things. So go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Also down at the border, an ABC reporter talked to an illegal alien about why he's coming to America now. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. <laughs> huh. Definitely. So not did definitely. you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically. <laughs> Basically. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He did. Basically. And all these... That's why. Biden t-shirts and Biden flags that are coming with the migrants. Mm-hmm. You know what that reminds me of is you make that point when there was mass demonstrations and they were waving the Mexican flag. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. Wave the American flag. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the same kind of situation with the si se puede stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Dude, don't, Absolutely. don't give away why you're coming here. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, they learned some important, valuable lessons before when they were waving Mexican flags and Americans were like, wait, well then why are you trying to come here if Mexico is so great that you're waving Mexican flags in our face while you're trying to sneak across our border? All right. Okay. Interesting. Um, but for the most part, the... Illegals that cross the border are treated better than American citizens. And Jen Psaki, during her little press conference yesterday, was asked about just uh, one of those situations. You are opening up new facilities. One of the options that's being reported over the weekend is spending $86 million on hotel rooms for some migrants and feeding them. Um, Hmm. How do you square that with the National Guard troops? (laughs) What a great sleeping in parking garages and thank you you know some of them got sick Mm -hmm. from having contaminated food 
that's a disparity a lot of people are pointing out that our National Guard was treated huh. one way yeah. and then illegal and then, immigrants are going to be put in hotel rooms. Well, first, let me say that um, at the time when we became aware of the conditions, National Guard troops were um, Mm -hmm. in in, in uh, parking garages, as you noted. Uh, the president called the head of the National Guard that day and offered his assistance, offered oh. to uh, play uh. any role that he could play, boosting morale, asking really? for more aid, making sure they had the right, uh, were treated in the way that they deserved <laughs> for the incredible role they've played. So uh, uh, I know so, that was some time so, ago, but that yeah. was the reaction he took at the time. So uh, I know that that had nothing to do with your question that you asked uh, i'm ignoring the premise of it and i'm just answering a different question i'm answering uh how we treated the national guardsmen after we decided hey maybe this looks really bad for us show show the photo of the national guardsmen just laying all over the floors in in the capitol building just on hard marble floors that had to be comfortable look at it i i mean that is unbelievable Meanwhile, illegal aliens are being put up in nice hotel rooms with some soft, com comfy beds. Mm -hmm. And our National Guardsmen slept on the marble floor at the Capitol building. And then in parking garages, he didn't do anything about a day one. Are you kidding me? So you called the National Guard and you said, hey, what can I do for you to get you off those marble floors? Can I put you up in a parking garage? On cement instead of marble? How'd that be? Is that what you did? Because the accommodation didn't help. Uh, it didn't change much. Yeah, with all due respect, sir, uh, if you could transfer us back to our home states, yeah, we'd appreciate that. Right, since there doesn't really seem to be a threat. I know you guys are trying to make this out to be some kind of lingering right-wing coup. How much are they spending now uh, to fortify the capital of the United States of America? Yeah, I don't know what that dollar oh, is. Oh, millions. Oh, gosh. A lot, though. It's, it's a lot. It's permanent, y'all. This is, this, I mean, Fortress D.C. I mean, this is a thing now. So enjoy your uh, field trips with the kids as you go through uh, checkpoints outside the U.S. Capitol building. Are you saying that's not desirable? I'm saying that... Huh. Um, no, I, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I'll just leave it there. All that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Fortress America. The, huh. <laughs> the Capitol, as it's referred to. In the Hunger Games. <clears throat> that's what it's, I mean. That's what we're, I mean. that's what we're coming to. Jeez. Mm -hmm. And here we are out in District 12. Is that what, I was going to ask you, what district yeah. are we in? I think we're in 12. Probably 12. Yeah. Yeah, definitely 12. So. <laughs> 500 million? Is that the. Is it 500 million uh, the, for the I, whole. I, I think it's going to be a much larger. Oh, yeah. I, for the whole thing, yeah, yeah much I, larger than I that. I completely forgot the number, but it's going to um, it's going to be there for a long time. Mm -hmm. And just just imagine all that money they're spending uh, on the border around the capital. What it would do on the border with Mexico? <clears throat> huh? Okay, what you, a concept! Yeah, don't think about that. Yeah, It'll ruin your okay. day. All right. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let me take a minute tell you about ScoreMaster. How you can get your best credit score. Um, if you have great credit, it can improve your life in a bunch of different ways. The average American has ninety seven points they can add to their credit score. Ninety seven points, but they have no idea how to get them. ScoreMaster does. 
ScoreMaster isn't credit repair. It's credit science, and it helps you get your points fast. In fact, the average ScoreMaster user adds 61 points in 20 days or less. And getting your plus points fast can save you a fortune when you're applying for a loan or a credit card or a refi on your home. Maybe you want to buy a new car. ScoreMaster is also great for business owners who use the credit score to finance their business. And it's great for mortgage brokers who need an edge and love getting their clients better deals. ScoreMaster, it's great for everybody. Fact is, it even shows you the consequences of spending too much or what happens if you have identity theft. Nobody else does what ScoreMaster does. Plus, you enroll in just minutes. It's so easy to do, and they'll show you just how many points you can add to your credit score and how fast you can add them. So, visit scoremaster.com slash pat. That's scoremaster.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here uh, from Tip Over and Capsize. So, Biden is circling back to Trump's policy? That's interesting, Ivan. <laughs> uh, Swank think, I love the if Republicans cared about the border, they'd care about the northern border, too, argument. <laughs> no, dumb dumb. There's no crisis at the northern border. That's like pointing a fire hose at your barn, but the house is on fire. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, if we had a situation where Canadians were pouring across the border oh, at yeah. record clips, I'd be just as pissed. And bringing their socialism with them? Yeah. No, thanks. And their stupid curling? Whoa. Yeah, I'd be pissed. There's, did you say stupid I did. curling? I did say it, and I meant it. I, I said it, and I meant it. That hurt. Ethan Protzel tweets, maybe we could just pile those unused, those used masks at the southern border. Not only would they make a wall... No one would want to go near a bunch of used masks. <laughs> See, that guy's thinking outside the box. Uh-huh. Nice job, Ethan. Bluestone Boogie. You see the NCAA teams? The fact that they can bang into each other on the floor, eat together, practice together. But you come out of the game, uh, you better go halfway up the stands, away from anyone, and put your mask on. Ridiculous. Uh, indeed it is. Silly. Uh, by the way, speaking of the NCAA, uh, we mentioned this yesterday where Christy Nome sent a bill back to the legislature in right. South Dakota that would preclude trans women from competing against biological women. Now, she said that the bill was too broad. It, was, it would have caused some problems, and she just wanted to make some changes to the law. Then she said she'd sign it. She was looking forward to signing it. Well, Tucker Carlson had her on last night, and uh, here's how that went. Efforts, and I don't think. Oh, that so you're saying? So South hold on, Dakota, just to be clear, it's I not the bill. That you're saying have to sue that many the... times over and over again. But wait, wait, wait. So you're saying the NCAA threatened you, and you don't think you can win that fight? Mm. They said if you sign this, we won't allow girls in South Dakota to play, and you don't it's... think you sh can win in court, even though the public overwhelmingly supports you nationally. And so you're caving to the NCAA. I think that's what you're saying. Oh. 
Wow. No, that's not right at all, Tucker. In fact, you're wrong completely. Okay. I've been working Ooh. on this issue for years. In fact, several mm. years ago, I fought, I fought USDA to make sure that 4-H rodeo and that the sport of rodeo could keep girls' events, girls' events, and boys' events, boys' events. So I've been working okay. on this for many, many years. And back since November, I've been consulting with legal scholars and professors across the country, mm -hmm. asking them, how do I protect women's sports? And they've gone through the steps to how I would legally challenge the NCAA and keep them from bullying the state of South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And what they've told me to do is that I need to build a coalition. So that's why today I launched defendtitle9now.com. And that's going to allow us to build a coalition of states that can fight the NCAA. Listen, I'm sick and tired of the NCAA threatening states, challenging us, and bullying us. And so we're going to build a coalition of leaders, athletes, and people <coughs> who want to protect women's sports and want to make sure that our women keep Title IX in place to protect their right to be competitive and mm -hmm. to be rewarded by participating in these team sports and make sure this coalition can fight the NCAA to make sure we're protecting Title IX. Here, here. So she wins, I guess. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It's hard to argue yeah. with her. It, it, she's, she's really uh, competent. She's really smart. And she seems to really know what she's talking about there. Now, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of her defending the, was it the rodeo or whatever she was talking about there? Uh, yeah. Kind of deflected. South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know the ins and outs of that. I, and I'm not super familiar with the bill to know how broad it is and what it would have done had it been passed in its current form. She said there were there were problems with it and it just needed to be tweaked. So, uh, and it does sound like she's still on board with allowing uh, women to compete against actual women. She she just wants women to be biological in their sports. The biological women compete against the women. The men compete against the men. Whatever sex you were at, assigned at birth, uh, that's the sex you get to compete against. Okay, but if she signs the bill, mm -hmm. right, and other states go along with her and the is is the NCAA going to I mean if you have an avalanche of states saying nah we're mm -hmm. not going to let your schools participate right I mean mm -hmm. then then all of a sudden you have safety in numbers and yeah. how many states we I, I just read oh my gosh it's a couple dozen that are pushing these kind of bills through really the NCAA is going to say yeah half the country not going to be able to compete with us. No, they can't. There's no way. Uh, not if not if states band together and do this, right? Well, but if they're isolated, well, if there's just if there's just South Dakota, they can definitely they can definitely wield that weapon against them. And that's where you separate the leaders from the followers, right? Governor. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will. We'll see. Again. How many sports are clamoring to do their championships in South Dakota? Probably not that many. Um, okay, so. but there are a lot of schools that would like the ability to compete, period. Yes. You know, so. Yep. Uh, but the NCAA is politically correct, and so they're going to defend their political correctness. Oh, and it shows with their equal treatment of men and women during the basketball tournament, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Well, yeah, because the girls. I mean, I'm they. The girls. What do they need? 
they just need a couple of uh, dumbbells, right? Because they, they mostly they're doing their yoga thing. Do do, they're curls? doing their jazzercise. Jazzercise, yeah. Is that that's back, right? I got something yeah. to show uh, you. Oh no! So for the NCAA <laughs> March Madness, the biggest tournament in mm. college basketball for women, this is our weight room. <laughs> Let me show y'all the men's weight room. Okay. Okay. Show us all. Wow, that's there. It is quite a palace. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Lots of equipment. Sure. More than now, a set of dumbbells. Now, the weight room got released versus the men's, the NCAA came out with a statement oh, saying responded. that it wasn't money, it was space that was a space. problem. Oh, Let me okay. show y'all something else. Uh, here's our practice sure. court, right? And okay. then here's that weight room. And then here's all <laughs> this Well, you might be able to squeeze space. one more thing in Maybe. there. I, I don't know. This problem, I don't know. Part of Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not there. You think you could fit maybe another set? What do you I want, another know. set of dumbbells? If what do you need? If you position the first set sideways, maybe that's, you can squeeze in another I, another set right next to it. it I'm yeah. not sure. In case you're listening but to the podcast audio only, it's a huge room. Like at least as much room, room as the guys for their weight room is Easily. just sitting there empty. <laughs> egregious. That was an egregious that was, oversight. That's the word egregious. Yeah, it was. And I mean, you could, if if you really wanted to, make a point about why. You could go to the money route. You know, the men bring in $1.1 billion for their event. The women bring in something less than $41.8 million. Okay, so there's a disparity in the amenities. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that, they're not even saying that. They're not even claiming that. Space. They're not, they're not, they, it's, there, oh, there was no space. <laughs> we, we couldn't, we couldn't, plus the food was apparently far inferior to was it yeah like hospital food That's what they said really yeah it's like slop at the girls tournament did they give them bonbons though as dessert i don't know i don't know that's all girls need right well that and jazzercise yeah jazzercise and that's bonbons <laughs> all right <laughs> what about sweating to the oldies is that do people still do that uh i don't know i haven't seen richard simmons yeah, in what's a he been up good to? long time where is he where is richard simmons we need to go off on a Richard Simmons tangent, so let's do that here in a second. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday, we've been talking about the border this morning. Um, yesterday, Kamala Harris, our wonderful president, well, president according to <laughs> Joe Biden, yes, our president, uh, was asked about whether or not she's going to the border to take a look at whether or not this is a crisis, and here's what she had to say. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> That's real funny. That's really funny. We got a, a crisis going on at the border. A humanitarian crisis. That's what they kept calling it during the Trump administration. Now they've got more kids jammed together and a pandemic happening at the same time. And you're the president and, of the United States. And you're on. laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's really funny. So that's how seriously they're they're taking all of this. Well, I mean, I think the most shocking thing, and I keep saying it, this press is not putting up with this crap and they're asking questions. Yeah, they are. <laughs> this early yes, on are. into an administration? Well, because they wouldn't, they're not giving them the access they want. Mm-hmm. As we discussed the other day, everything would have been fine. They'll just keep playing your game. They'll keep covering for you until you mess with 
their livelihood. Yeah. Now you have a problem. They can't go back to their editor or their superior back in the newsroom and say, sorry, I, I've been trying to get the sit down with the administration. I've been trying mm-hmm. to talk to the president. I'm trying to go to home. I'm trying this. They're trying to justify their salary. They'll get they'll they'll spew your talking points all day. You bet they will. As long as you can give them busy work, yeah, and make them look you, important. You give them access. <laughs> That's what they demand. You you gotta give them access. You know, you give them access. They'll give you cover for everything, including, you know, we we just had a two trillion dollar uh, legislation piece of legislation passed. The bill that. Uh, it just got through on on the uh, through the House and the Senate, and now they're already proposing a three trillion dollar bill on top of what we already got. <laughs> I, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Biden's they're... economic advisors are pulling together a sweeping three trillion dollar package to boost the economy, reduce carbon emissions. And narrow economic inequality, beginning with a giant infrastructure plan that may be financed in part with tax increases on corporations <laughs> and the rich. The rich making up to $200,000 a year. Ooh, boy. How, how do you accumulate that kind of wealth? That's out of control uh, wealth that needs to, I mean, those people need to be cut down to size. All during the campaign, it was nobody under $400,000 going to see a penny of a tax increase. And now all of a sudden, just about everybody's getting a tax increase. And by the time this comes out, I bet it will be everybody. It'll be the middle class, too. After months of internal debate, Biden's advisors are expected to present the spending proposal to the president and congressional leaders this week, as well as begin outreach to industry and labor groups. On Monday... Biden's national climate advisor, Gina McCarthy, discussed his infrastructure plans and their role in combating climate change in a meeting with oil and gas industry executives. While they met with those evil people, why would you do that? Why would you even listen to them? So we continue to hear about the crumbling infrastructure. This is all about infrastructure. Well, and climate change. Uh, What happened to the infrastructure bills that we passed there's got to be at least three of them since 2009. They did the $787 billion bill. Oh, yeah. That was all about infrastructure. What happened to that? Then they did it again, I believe, in 2014 or 15. They might have even done it in 2017. Infrastructure has been the excuse for 15 years. Will it ever get fixed? Will you ever fix it? So that we don't have to hear about it anymore. Well, no, because then they no. won't they won't have it to to bolster these bills. If if they keep saying that our bridges and roads are crumbling, well, then uh, I guess you better fix those, right? I, I don't want the bridge to collapse when I'm driving over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're apparently going to try everything they can in this next bill, and if they barrel over the filibuster procedures. They're going to. Yeah, well, then the only thing left is the parliamentarian, you know, the parliamentarian Mm -hmm. to stop this. When your hopes rely on the Senate parliamentarian, (laughs) 
<laughs> well, it was the parliamentarian who saved the fifteen dollars minimum. Wage. Yeah, the minimum wage thing <laughs> yep. in the last bill, yep. and and got that taken out. So maybe there's some hope there. <laughs> maybe I, I hope so, because they keep hinting to the fact that yeah, we're gonna we're gonna use the nuclear option, and it's just gonna be a fifty plus one situation. Uh, okay. Well. Uh, I thought that was the worst thing you could possibly do because that's what you said last time. Well, that was when Republicans, yeah, Republicans were in, were in the major- majority. Yeah, so you're 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 messing up there. You're- and I, th- I think Chuck Schumer's words were, "Do you want to turn the the Senate into a majoritarian type of uh, legislative body?" Well, no, I, I guess I don't. But now you do. Mm. It's amazing how hypocritical they are. It's absolutely not fun. It's incredible. fun where we're at. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Every day is like a well, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you just know it's gonna be worse than the day before. <laughs> That's all. Uh, all right. You know the t- the top two things people say they notice when they start using Texas Superfood. They notice they have more energy and they get better sleep. Texas Superfood gives you the power of nutritionally dense fruits and vegetables. If you don't get enough in your diet. This is the way to do it. It's the power of enzymes and probiotics in action. Uh, And it's just really good for you. Texas Superfood is organic, vine-ripened, antioxidant-rich, raw natural fruits and vegetables. Makes maintaining proper nutrition really easy. And they use only the finest quality ingredients, so they can give you the best all-natural product available on the market. Every ingredient has been certified and selected to give you the optimal nutritional intake. And with their grab-and-go packaging, you can do, you can guarantee that the Texas Superfood can be take, taken with you wherever you go. All of it's grown organically and from locally sourced farms. So go to TexasSuperfood.com right now and check this out for yourself. TexasSuperfood.com Pat Gray. This is another horrible tragedy in Boulder, Colorado yesterday. They've had more than their share of these mass shootings. Uh, This time, 10 people killed at a grocery store. No motive has been released. The guy's name hasn't even come out yet. So, we don't, you know, other than just being psychotic, we don't know what happened there. But you go back to 1999 with with Columbine yeah. in that area, then the Aurora thing with the the Batman showing, right. where, what, 13 more people, 12 or 13 people died there. Jeez. I mean, just really horrible. Really horrible. So our thoughts and prayers with the people of uh, Boulder. For sure. And, of course, this is going to be turned into another yeah. gun grab. Yeah. And, you know, that... Obviously, it's the fault of the gun. That gun bill has already passed the House. Now it's on its way to the Senate. Where I could totally see them saying something along the lines of, "This it's is too important. important to worry too about important to play politics." Filibuster. We're just yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, got some tweets here. Adcone tweets. It's pretty sad that Madison Cawthorn had to bring pizza to the National Guard sleeping in parking garages before Biden even thought of helping them. Yeah, they'd already been laying around on the marble floor in the Capitol building. Then they got moved to the concrete in the parking garages. Just unbelievable. Swank Think uh, tweets, Texas is not District 12. Y'all have resources. Yeah, that's true. That is true. 
you're at least District 4. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody who really knows their right. 100 games, yep. districts. Yep. Montana, Wyoming is di- District 12. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, John Polk, Montana and Wyoming have some resources as yeah. well. Yeah. There's some pretty deep reserves of oil there. Um, John Polk tweets, plus Montana had gold at one time. Yeah. Yep, yeah. it's all been golded out since then but yeah golded it, out it's been golded out everybody got the gold it's gone now mm-hmm. john polk tweets send all the fencing and troops from the capitol down to the border problem solved oh yeah from the from the capitol building mm-hmm. yeah he's <laughs> take all that fencing put it at the border should be fine put the troops there put the troops there God, posse comatonis guaranteed that's what you would hear then posse comatonis Posse comitatus would apply much more at the uh, District of Columbia than it would at the border when we're guarding ourselves against potential terrorists. But if I'm a private landowner mm-hmm. and I'm okay with the federal troops being stationed there, it should be all right, right? If I if I own the land that borders Mexico, come on in, guys. Yeah, I would think so. Tip over and capsize tweets. To be fair, if you know something won't win in court, why bother going forward? Mm. Other than to take a stand. Okay. And that's discussing, uh, what are we talking about there? Christy Nome. Christy Nome. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic Missy. It sounds like uh, Governor Christy Nome wants there to be no loopholes in the bill to protect her state's biological females. Hmm. And from St. Anthony Snoobage. <laughs> by, so, the way, by the way, on this Christy Nome thing, I, mean, uh, I can't wait to watch this progress. I have no <clears throat> doubt that she's smarter than me. So I'm hoping oh, that nobody that has any doubt will. of that. That's, that's a fair point you make there. <laughs> but I, I, I hope that she... I trust her. Yeah, I do this. too. I do too. I, I think she's probably doing the right thing. Uh, so if Biden will just print money, why raise taxes? Just print more money. Yeah. Right. Because, right? They, because they want to hurt... They, they want the rich to pay their fair share, finally. Because do you know that the rich people don't pay any taxes at all? Did you know that? What? Not a penny. Yeah, they don't pay any. Well, okay. This is wrong. Other than the 43.6% or whatever it is in the upper, you know, federal income. That's not what I heard. I heard that. And then the, I mean, the state taxes on top of that, of course. The capital gains taxes on any capital gains they might have. I heard Warren Buffett's secretary pays more in taxes (laughs) than that. Yeah, I know you heard that. Yeah. It's just not true. But, um, well, yeah. Yeah. So unless Warren Buffett, you know, really pays his secretary an awful lot of money, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed. Pat Gray unleashed. By the way, if you're in the mood for a delicious cookie, like the best the world has ever known, you just go to kexycookies.com. K e k s i cookies.com kexycookies.com i love it delicious yeah and kexy doesn't tweet out you know trans people are no, real no we do not no we don't <laughs> no that doesn't happen has uh, jeffy placed an order yet uh not sure and did um, and did it not sure how many trucks uh <laughs> would that take sorry uh many no doubt many mm-hmm um, but we are uh, serving the entire nation now, so wherever you live, uh, uh, we can get the cookies to you. I'm, I'm uh, ordering. now. I can't you wait should. to sure. see if you can make your way to my house. 
Uh, well, yes, from where we bake the cookies to your house. I'm sure there's a road there. Probably. Uh, it just doesn't go to you know all the way to my house. So uh, let me ask you this. Did you find out anything about Richard Simmons? I did. Uh, my goodness. He's been out of the public eye since 2014. Yeah, I know he's been kind of reclusive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, You know, my thought is he he stopped showing up in public because maybe he gained some weight. Probably. You know, and he's an exercise guru, and so maybe mm-hmm. he got fat. I don't know. Yeah, I bet that's right. You know? That's what I think. That's why you don't see Jeffy here today, because... Wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because... He's in hiding. He's in hiding. Because he's... <laughs> He's fat. <laughs> well, that must make it difficult to hide. Does yeah, it does. It does. Oh, no, so, so uh, <laughs> I guess he's involved in a lawsuit because in touch. Magazine, Jeffy is. No, Jeffy's involved in a lawsuit. No, Richard no. Simmons. Oh, okay. Apparently, Richard Simmons. He's been tracked and stuff, and they're following him around. Who's tracking him? It looks like some a, website or something. Yeah, in touch weekly. Oh some wow! Private investigator okay. for a year had a tracking device on his car. Wow. Which, I mean. Is that legal? No, not in California. I'm probably not anywhere. But it's like, really? Of all the celebrities you want to track, yeah. it's Richard Simmons who. Well, what were they trying to prove? I have no idea that he was rolling up to Kexi cookies and loading <laughs> up the back with. <laughs> and cookies? not doing dancing with the right. oldies or whatever yeah, afterwards. S- excuse me, sweating. Sweating with the oldies. To, I'm not sorry. to the oldies. Right. Sweating. To the oldies I or believe, with the oldies? I think it's sweating to the, the oldies. oldies. Let me see here. It is... Okay. Uh, yeah. Sweating apostrophe to the oldies. Richard Simmons. All right. Who has not been seen in Since 2014? Years. And then he did a... Uh, wow. He did a... Uh, there was like a rumor or something according to Wikipedia. It's rumor that he'd been kidnapped by his um, housekeeper. Oh, I remember that. And so he did a phone interview remember that. with the Today Show. Yeah. Which again leads credence to the Jeffy theory. <laughs> and he got fat. And he got fat like and Jeffy. doesn't want to be seen so, in public. Right. Hmm. Jeffy here Makes tomorrow, sense. by the way. Makes sense. Yeah. It, he'll be uh, chewing the fat mm-hmm. as luck would have it. <laughs> All right. This is, to me, just an unbelievably aggravating story. Sidney Powell is being sued by uh, Dominion Voting Systems, a defamation lawsuit. And her defense is that, quote, no reasonable person would conclude, unquote, that her election fraud claims were actually statements of fact. Oh, wow. What? What? Wait. uh, Wait. (laughs) What? Okay, come on. Stop it. That is unbelievable. (laughs) Because she convinced a lot of reasonable people that what she was saying was true. And what she was saying was that these machines were essentially invented by Hugo Chavez in Venezuela to steal elections, right? Mm. And then they were sent here somehow, some way. Literally, anybody on the other side of that argument uh, that was against her, like if you try to bring up any point that Sydney made that you basically just have to say, well, she said under oath that she wasn't being serious. That's unbelievable. It is totally unbelievable, man. This is, she said this under oath yesterday. Um, Her attorneys claim in court filings 
that the language of the political arena, like the language used in labor disputes, is often vituperative, abusive, and inexact. Wow. Uh, what? Again, I'm sorry. Th- no. That's unacceptable. So she lied to us the whole time? She didn't really even believe what she was saying? Well, the counter to this is That's that despicable. they got to her. Right? They, they've got her pet dog. or they And they're holding her, her dog hostage? Threatened her family. Yeah. Or I, something like that. Who are they? That's what I'm saying. The Dominion people? This is the counter argument that will be said. Oh, she had to say that to protect herself. It, it's... it's. Uh, I'm sorry, no. I'm telling you that. I'm not buying that. That's going to be the defense for this. Not buying it. Mm-hmm. This is really pathetic and, and very bad. Yeah. To make this up, to lie about it, and you, you duped millions of Americans, millions, who then backed up the president so much that some of them went to the Capitol building on January 6th, believing everything that Sidney Powell had said. Wow. Uh, that's really, it's despicable. Super unfortunate. That's, I, I mean, I can't even believe she would say that. At this point, she was so definitive about it. She was so adamant about it that at a couple of points during the time after the election, there were, I think there were two separate days where I thought, okay, well, I mean, she wouldn't be saying this if it weren't true, right? Because it'd be really easy to disprove. She obviously has the evidence and she's going to show it to us. (laughs) Nope. But that's how convincing she was. And then you just made it up? Are, that's what we're finding out? That's what we're supposed to believe now? You just made it up. And no reasonable person should have believed any of it. So what do you think is more likely? That she wasn't telling the truth then or she's not telling the truth now? <clears throat> I think she wasn't telling the truth then. That's what I think. And what was her motivation? I don't know. I don't know. Money? being paid by somebody to to do this to push this agenda money uh notoriety who knows i i don't know i I don't buy that i mean what what does somebody have on her somebody threatening her life why would you do that you won it's over why would you bother with that now i don't know it's just the whole thing is just so bizarre though so bizarre welcome to america 2021 yep Every day is more bizarre than the day before. It's true. It's pretty much true. I mean, now we're finding out that black holes may not even be black. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or that they're even holes. Okay, what now? Okay, see. So they're not unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, you didn't really think that was a factual statement, did you? That, that a hole was, was black and, and a hole in space? I mean, you- Come on. Its name is literally Black (laughs) Hole. And it's neither one of those things? Come on. What if black holes, all-consuming gravitational behemoths of the cosmos, aren't actually black at all, or even holes for that matter? Instead, a new theory suggests black holes may be dark stars with hearts of extremely dense exotic exotic matter. This could help explain one of the biggest mysteries of the universe, the origin and nature of dark matter. Mm. 
Black holes are real-life examples of Albert Einstein's general theory of relativity taken to the extreme. There are places in the universe where enormously dense amounts of matter stretch the fabric of space and time to its limit, forming an infinitely deep gravitational well that not even light can escape, hence the black hole name. Scientists believe at the center of each of these black holes there lies an infinitely small and dense point called a singularity. Gravity is so strong at the singularity that it forms an event horizon surrounding it where the pull of gravity surpasses even the speed of light. I'm totally following. At infinitely small singularities, the laws of physics break down. Sure. The problem? The singularity appears to be physically impossible because matter isn't capable of collapsing into an infinitely small point. Well, duh! Duh. (laughs) Ha! Like, we didn't know that. We needed the science of journal <laughs> tell us that. <laughs> Physicists have cleverly dodged this issue uh-huh. by inventing their own singularity-free black holes, which they call dark stars. There we go. These imaginative creations appear like black holes on the outside, but inside, there's chocolatey, gooey goodness. Oh, really? No. Wait, oh, wait, no! No, no, I'm, I'm confused. Sorry, I was sorry into to get it. you all excited. Mm-hmm. No, they contain an extremely but not infinitely dense core of matter compressed really? to the tiniest possible scale. Gobbledygook, gobbledygook. We don't really know. <laughs> we don't know. Theory, hypothesis, Why? Because we've never been to one. Right. And, and all, we're not going to be able to get to one either. The only thing that that story successfully did was get Soundgarden in my head. Uh, Black Hole Sun? Yeah. Won't you come? And wash away the rain, Black Hole Sun. Black uh, Hole Sun. By the way, speaking of rain. Oh, what? Uh, that's the one excuse that so far uh, the Biden administration has not used to explain what happened to him climbing up the stairs day before yesterday. The stairs he was climbing to Air Force One. He tripped uh, three times. Here's what happened. He goes, uh, he oops. Stumbles there. Whoops. There's one, two. Oh, and down for the count. And then back up. Ouch, that hurt. That's got to hurt. You know, he's got to start wearing colorful socks so when he does that, we can see him. Yeah, I guess that would be helpful. It'd be fun. Uh, So so they said, first of all, it was the wind. Right. Which was blowing at an incredible pace of six to 14 miles per hour. Woo. It gusted all the way to 14 miles an hour. Woo. Yeah, you could almost bend a bush at that speed. Almost. And you can apparently knock down a president. Well, then they said, nah, it's the tricky stairs. Mm-hmm. They're they're tricky in what way? <laughs> what? In that one is a little bit higher than the one below it? Is that the trickiness of it? Obviously. Uh, then what they haven't used is uh, the sun was in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we decided, wait a minute, v- Millie Vanilli had a pretty good excuse for this. Yeah, right? I think Didn't I think they? so. And you got to blame it on something. So blame it on the rain. Yeah, they, they tried the wind. Mm-hmm. They tried the stairs. Uh, now try the rain. Of course, it was, I think, blue skies, and there wasn't a cloud in the sky, so maybe it's difficult to blame it on the rain in this particular case. So wait, the, what happened to Millie Vanilli? I mean, 
I know that... Uh, well, they got caught. They got caught. They won a Grammy. Won a Grammy. And then shortly thereafter, it came out that they weren't singing their songs. It wasn't those two. Right. Fab and whatever the other guy's Rob. name was. Rob and Fab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy. Uh, they were just they were just the front guys, and you know, two guys who weren't quite as attractive, I guess, behind the scenes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, actually sang the songs. And did they get... Did somebody set them up or something and like pull the plug on their? I don't know. I think it feels like they were lip syncing at some point and someone and they were just on stage and exposed them. Uh, yeah, I think that, so. that sounds familiar. And didn't one of the guys kill himself or something? Yeah, and, that's really sad. Uh, but yeah. So did they? So they gave back their Grammy. Had to give back the Grammy. They were asked to. Mm-hmm. Or okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Think of think of society. There was shame in that 30 years ago. Yeah. Right? Oh, it wouldn't be now. Oh, today we're, we're having uh, lesbian sex scenes on stage at the Grammys. <laughs> where, you know, big it's song. You know, number one Billboard song for weeks is Don't Look Up the Lyrics, the uh, Cardi B song. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Quality stuff. But Classy but stuff. But you lip sync a song yeah. that everybody likes. And you're the worst. You get out of my face. Well, back in 1990, anyway, that yeah. was the case. 91, whatever I mean, it was. That, that is society in a nutshell, right there. 30 years ago, um, there was a FM morning duo, uh, Glenn and Pat, that hmm. that actually introduced Millie Vanilli. They put mops on their heads <laughs> and went out on stage. <laughs> yeah, doing the little Millie Vanilli dance. Oh, nice. Did. Yeah, they were not pleased. They didn't like that? They didn't like that. Oh, I bet you guys could sing better than them, though. <laughs> probably. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they should have been fine with it, considering they were living a lie. Yeah, and they lip-synced the whole concert. So, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, kind of. Right? Yeah. So they kind of deserved the treatment, uh, uh, yeah. I thought. In but. retrospect, in retrospect. You're totally in the clear on that. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Omega XL, because if you're in pain, there is something you can do that might just change your life and just give you your life back. If you hurt all the time, try Omega XL. This is uh, omega, omega fatty acids that come from the pristine waters of New Zealand. It's not a drug, so it's not something you're going to get addicted to or uh, something you have to rely on like that. It's just something that you take and will neutralize the inflammation and thus relieve your pain. Backed by 35 years of clinical research. So they've done this for a long time. They know what they're doing. Uh, And if you want something that really relieves that pain, you really should try Omega XL. This took the pain away from my elbow and it hasn't come back since. It's I, I love it. To get you started, when you order one bottle of Omega XL right now, you'll get a second bottle for free. So visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or call 800-844-4888. Pat Gray returns. Oh, human whammy bar. I'm digging it. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk has responded to Bernie Sanders' criticism of his vast wealth because apparently it's immoral to be super successful. 
It's immoral. What are you supposed to do when you become super successful like that? When you've invented, you know, you've developed and invented a, a new auto company. So you've got Tesla. People really like it, and so they want to buy into your company. And your stock price go through, go, prices go through the roof. And you've got all kinds of stock in that company. And your uh, SpaceX company does really well. And so you're making all kinds of money on that as well. What are you supposed to do? Give the money to Bernie Sanders, for instance? What are you going to do with it? (laughs) This guy. It's unbelievable to me. Oh, yeah. Bernie, come on. And Bernie, who, by the way, is a millionaire. What are you doing casting aspersions at a fellow wealthy person? Yeah. I looked up his bracket. He's the top 5% calling out the top 1%. Right. Got it. Yeah, like you're hurting. And Musk said, I'm accumulating resources to help make life multiplanetary. That's kind of cool. How many people can say that? I'm trying to make life multiplanetary and extend the light of consciousness to the stars. It's a cool way to put it. Yeah. He's uh, one of the world's wealthiest people. He was the wealthiest for a time, but I think the stock price went down. Uh, but he's battling back and forth with Amazon's Jeff Bezos. Liberal uh, lawmakers calling for higher taxes on billionaires, of course, saying they're not paying their fair share. Uh, Bernie said, we're in a moment in American history where two guys, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, own more wealth than the bottom 40% of people in the country. Even if that's true, Who cares? and I, I don't know if that is, what does that do to the bottom 40%? No, no, all, it doesn't all, do anything to them. All class warfare socialist Senator Bernie is doing there is trying to lay some groundwork. So to trying to pit Americans against each other. In, in advance of this tax increase yep. fight. Yes. Look, at look. he's got all your money over there. So no, we he doesn't have my money. Yeah, he does. So we, He's got his own. You he, need to empower me to go and take it and give it to you. No, no. He has his <sighs> own money that he made. He didn't take it from my bank account. Why do you care if he makes more than 40% of Americans? Bernie Sanders so what? never employed one person in his life. And don't right. say his staff because that's you paying for that through your tax dollars. The man doesn't create jobs. He's a class warfare artist. He's a hypocrite. And by the way, your own party hates you, Bernie. Sorry to tell you that. And he says, that level of greed and inequality is not only immoral, it is unsustainable. Why is it immoral? Why? Why is it greed? How is it greed? And how is it unsustainable? They've sustained it for quite some time now. So I, I, it's none of those things, actually. I don't know that they're greedy, mm-hmm. um, and it's not immoral, and it isn't unsustainable. An article published by the website Clean Technica called the senator's comments truly ridiculous. Thank you. Musk responded to the article saying he planned to make uh, life uh, multiplanetary. Mm-hmm. How strange, he said. Last week, Sanders raised questions about... Bezos's wealth in a tweet, then mentioned the wealth of both Musk and Bezos. I'm telling you, yeah, he is. He's setting the stage for this uh, for this tax hike. He's trying to get the public on board. It's unbelievable. 
to take money from successful people. Bezos and Musk now own more wealth than the bottom 40%. Meanwhile, we're looking at more hunger in America than at any time in decades. Where do you get that? I, I mean... What was his tweet? It, it, it used it, immoral, greed, inequality. Uh, unsustainable. Uh, I mean, these are all Karl Marx buzzwords. For sure. That's all that is. Okay. It is. It's class warfare. We, we are in a time. That's exactly what it is. When, if you're successful, you're just, you're evil. Automatically evil. Yeah. Well, AOC has said much the same thing, and what a surprise, she's also a socialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Marxist. So. So what should you do? Like, if there was something that you think could help people, and it costs a lot of money, like, what do you do? Like, you know, you need money for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you just you just pay for it, even though there's no money? <laughs> well, yeah, you just and do. It, yeah, I, I know what you're up to over there. Yeah, they're just no, I really wasn't. But no, oh no, I wasn't. But oh, you weren't. But no. People often say, like, how are you going to pay for it? <laughs> right. And, and I find the question so puzzling because puzzling. how do you pay for something that's more affordable? You just how do. You do. Pay for cheaper you rent? Just, you just how do you pay, pay for it. For, you just pay for it. <laughs> we're paying more <laughs> okay. now. Right. So it's not yeah. that, our, right. that we're saying this whole system is free. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Isn't she fun? No, she's great. She and Bernie are both so much fun, aren't they? Boy, oh my goodness. Can you imagine sitting at a lunch table with those two? I mean, 15 years ago, could you have imagined this kind of Marxism that was so prevalent in in office, in offices in the United States of America that you've got the squad, all of them <laughs> are Marxists, and you got Bernie Sanders, a senator, uh, a Marxist. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that in the United States of America, these people have been elected to a to, uh, prominent office like that. Uh, also, just another prediction to let you know here at the end of the show, summers in the Northern Hemisphere could last nearly six months <laughs> by the year 2100 <laughs> if global warming continues unchecked. That's not breaking news for people that live in Texas, though. No, it's already eight months here. (laughs) Uh, So that would be cutting it back by Uh two months. Okay. I'm all about that. Okay. Let's do it. But if you want to stop that, you just just pay for it. You just do. You just do. Yeah, you just do. All right, we will uh, see you again tomorrow. And Jeffy will be joining us to chew the fat. And we'll ask him about, you know, being fat and making appearances. (laughs) 